0: Hey, Cam, you just popped up on like that?
1: That's right. Hello? Huh? What's up?
0: You alright, man? Hello? Hello? Can you
1: hear me? Yeah.
0: Ain't you sleep or something?
1: Nah, nah. We <laughs> woke.
0: Alright, man. Well, let's get this started, man. What's up? This your boy, Derek D. man. We're doing another Detroit Chess Killers podcast. I'm out here with my homeboy, I think last time I did a podcast about you, I said you was the next upcoming national master, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, trying so to get you're there.
0: A, so you a Canada master, not right?
1: Yeah, USCF Canada master. Um, really, had, really have some big goals this year. Let's put it that way.
0: Okay, so let's let's just get
1: right into it, man. Why you beat Big Pine like that? <laughs> well. I don't know, like you said in the other podcasts, I think, you know, certain sometimes you just have a good day. And I think those is my day. Um you know, I, I, I like you said, I, I think I had an edge on Big Pond in the first place. Um but I just kept on putting the pressure on him. And um I don't know, he just kinda crumbled. I don't
0: Okay, well let's let's go back to before this match let's go back to when you played Tom Murphy and you was winning that match you was
1: up what what was the score you was up I think I was up maybe three games at one point point. and
0: you kind of you kind of lost let's just go back bring folks from let's start from there and then talk to talk about what happened
1: a couple weeks ago that's cool yeah yeah um yeah back at that match um the matches in Chicago, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> I started out real strong in the five minute. Um, that's probably where my strong suit is. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a good three minute player in person. Um, I think three minutes um, really tough uh, over the board. Uh, so it's a little bit easier online because you can pre move, but three minute over the board is um, really tough. You really, if you get behind on time, three minute is just basically over. You know, so uh, I, I really. I, I tried to get ahead in the five minute versus Ty Murphy and, and I think I got up like three games or something and uh, I don't know what happened he took off his jacket and uh, I don't know I don't know what happened he, I don't know what he did but his jacket came off and he was just a whole nother person um, and I got I got the beat down in the three minute
0: I don't think you got beat down what was the score to the what was the final result of that match
1: I think we made it to the end I mean I I, I might have lost by like two or three games but I mean he definitely had the edge in three minutes um, for the most part I, so I don't really think that's, I
0: so that's not a, if you lost by three points that's not a bad match that's still kind of like close man see what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah it is close but I think um, let me put it this way like let's say like um, you remember that Super Bowl just like one of the last few Super Bowls and like um, say that line of New England. Yeah, like Atlanta got up like three scores or something and then they right. lost. You know, that's kind of how I felt, you know. You know, maybe um, I was still in five-minute mode during the three-minute portion and I kind of um, kind of just fell asleep. I don't know. I didn't fall asleep. I mean, I just I don't know. That was my first cage match too. Uh, and like like you said, uh, those are just tough. You know, we play that many games and you got the cameras on you, and your teammates looking back, and people got money on you. That's this is a different feeling. It's not, you know, you got to be in a certain mindset to really um, play those cage matches. You can't just hop in there and just expect to do good. It's just impossible.
0: Okay, so let's let me let me just ask you a question because I done not play the cage match. You done played one. What <laughs> what do you believe are some of the pros and cons of a cage match? Like. To me, honestly, I believe like it's too long. Like my cage match with G Wayne was three hours. So to me, that's like uh, a con because I don't want to be playing chess that long. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I would say like one of the pros is uh you, you get kinda get that killer instinct. Um when you plan for a lot of money and when other people got a lot of money on you, you just you really gotta get that killer instinct and I really I really think that develops that. Um I mean a good example versus uh you know, Daniel X versus Murrow for for instance. Um I know you said this on your podcast, like Murrow just don't got the killer instinct. You know what I'm saying? And like he
0: ain't too damn friendly.
1: Yeah, you know, Daniel X, you know, my man's like a eight degree black belt or something, you know, so I mean He's got a little bit more experience. he got a little bit more... Uh, his personality is more fit for uh, uh, a cage match like that. We're playing 22 games, 21 games, you know. So, I think I, it's just the killer instinct.
0: I'm going to just say this. I'm going to go back to that match. I just think Moro didn't understand. How can I put it? Like Detroit versus Chicago. I just thought he thought it was a friendly... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, for <laughs> real, like when he when he got down there and he lost, and like I said on the other podcast, they got the cheering Daniel Jones on, and you know what I'm saying. I think that's when he realized, like, man, I kind of embarrassed myself. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. And I, I'm gonna go back to another match too, uh, the JJ Lane versus uh nephew match. Had some money on that match. Um, I picked JJ. I think it kind of goes back to the same thing. Like, I just think Nephew that day just had, like, a better killer instinct. You know, J.J. was kind of playing too slow. You know, he didn't, really, he didn't want to win that match pretty much. You know, and he just got outsped, And I think you got to have that combination of speed and strong moves at the same time. And that's, you know, you got to kind of play above your level. Depending on yeah. who you play. It doesn't matter who you play.
0: I mean, I think so too. I mean, if you, if for example, you could get down one game, but once you get down two games and you're losing on your clock, the clock, I think, frustration kind of uh, kicks in and all that other stuff. So, what was the improvements you made uh, from your last match with uh, Murphy to playing Big Pine? And by the way, I was actually supposed to play Big Pine, but I had to back out because I had the league and some other stuff to do. But. Right. What was
1: yeah? What was it? Yeah, I think the main thing uh, I've been practicing my tactics a lot. Like I've told I've told a few people this. Uh, I will go on Chess.com and I'll go to Puzzle Rush, right? But right. I won't do the time one. I would do like the survival one. And like you would rush through the first thirty puzzles because they're really easy, just like a regular puzzle rush. Where, like you get to the harder ones and um it make you sit there and um, actually think about what you're doing. That's really helped me a lot. Like, I, I would go play that Puzzle Rush Survival, and I'll get, like, 40, you know, maybe 38 sometimes. I think the highest like, I was, like, 51. You know, the, we know what, is, what, what
0: is Puzzle Rush Survival?
1: Alright, so Puzzle Rush Survival is when, uh, it's just like Puzzle Rush, but it's on time.
0: Oh, okay. So it's on yeah, time. Yeah, so
1: yeah, there's just no time, you know. So you get to sit there and like look at everything and it really depends <laughs> on uh, your know, pattern recognition for sure. Uh, which I think is important in Blitz chess. Mm. Mm. Okay. So,
0: uh, since we just on the matches and all that other stuff, would you play Tom Murphy again?
1: Uh... Man, seeing how I'm gonna be honest, uh, Tom Murphy is the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. Um, uh, when I saw that match, uh, versus John Brooks with well, him and John Brooks, uh, like, like you said, I was really impressed, like, uh, how he's able to stay. Because, I mean, John, like, I think you said, like, your last podcast, uh, I think with Lawrence, uh, right. like, yeah, Lauren, Treat, uh, you know, like like we can't beat him. We can't beat John. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Like that summer, summer where he just he just uh took me uh <laughs> he took me you and Christmas money that one summer. Yeah, you know he just ran a kind of ran a train on us. You know. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, so I mean, that's pretty remarkable that Tom Murphy was able to do that. And I think it's just uh personality too. Tom got kind of a um, positional uh, swag, you know, mm-hmm. calm personality, you know, and John got a, you know, like, like you said, um, you know, the butch Butch personality, you know, he just he, he's gonna come out, you know, slam the pieces, you know, throw a board at you, you know, he don't come at you with all he got, and Tom is not like that, and I think that that kind of think that kind of played into things, you know.
0: True, but you didn't ask my question. Would you play Murphy again?
1: I, I mean, I would. I would play. I would play him again. Um, I'll I play him again. I actually will play him the, the Chicago Open. Um, you know, I'm, like I said, uh, I, I would play anybody. Um, I, I would play anybody. I'm not really afraid of. Uh, Anybody, I mean, it depends on you know, I mean, if I play somebody like uh, like Opal, you know, I won't be the one betting, all right. All right That's yeah, what we feel like this.
0: We're taking the money out of it because people don't understand what these matches are. Y'all agree to play, right? You and the person, well, if y'all play for one dollar, the outsiders, you see what I'm saying, places, yeah, the wager, so that doesn't have nothing to do with you would you play Ty Murphy
1: I would I would I would have to get faster in three minutes I would have to um, really have my three minute game but I would definitely play him
0: okay if you listen to the last podcast it was brought up Er versus Daniel Jones if it was just like to happen and I know Earth would be, like, a huge underdog. Give me your opinion of that match.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I think um uh, Damon Jones is at the top of this game right now. Um You know, I'm, I'm going to give you a story. Um, when I walked into my Big Pong match, mm-hmm. uh, Big Pong was actually beating up on Irv. Uh, yeah, I heard the story. He wasn't beating up on him. I mean, I think Big Pong came in, like, one game to, like, right. I walked in, nobody thought I was gonna win. Right? Like, people were saying, like, Oh, he beat up on her, so the camera's no chance, you know. So, I, I I would just based off of that, um, I just think Daniel Jones is at the top of the game right now. Not I, I don't think, uh, I think Daniel Jones would be a favorite for sure.
0: Yeah, but Styles, Styles made fights, you know what I'm saying? Because that person had a hard time, and you know, you know, this for a fact, because that person may have had a hard time. With that person don't mean you see what I'm saying yeah if
1: yeah. they were to I'm... play a Herb
0: on top of his game nah, you see what I'm saying
1: right you say like Herb at his peak like summertime Herb you know Yeah, like playing every day
0: yeah like on the top of, yeah on the top of his game
1: that's tough um I, I don't know. Uh, I want to pick the hometown home t- hometown guy, but um, uh, I like I like Daniel Jones' results in this last uh, question master thing. I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like initiative is everything. I feel like uh, what's what's the word uh?
0: I mean, once you go to twenty two hundred, you gonna have you gonna have your confidence gonna be up. You gonna have a swagger and all that other stuff. Yeah, but in a match. Irv versus Daniel Jones. I just give you an example. Irv versus Daniel Jones at the Chicago Open. Not like Jimmy went down there by himself with all the Detroit guys behind him. Yeah. John, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Who wins that match?
1: Uh I hate to say this, but I think I think Daniel Jones gotta edge him out a little bit. I, I just think uh Irv had to play the cage match. Before, um, and I think it's, it's just different. Um,
0: okay, okay, okay. Let's say this. Let's say this. Irv play. He's supposed to play Tim Donahue Whenever right. that happens, and let's say Irv wins, I just say Irv wins by three, four games. Right. Then what you think? Because Tim is kind of strong. Then what you think?
1: Well, then I, if Irv were to play a cage match with Tim and win. Then I would give Irv the favorite over Daniel Jones afterwards, for sure. Okay. You know. But I think since he has a since Irv has a play one, it's gonna be hard for him to uh get in that mold. You know. I mean, you know Irv has
0: played for like big, big bread, bro. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, I know, but you know it's still
0: I saw him, I saw him lose it's, both It's an Iron Man, man song. Love
1: yeah,
0: I saw him lose 4000 to Calvin Blocker and I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't see it, but I know we heard the stories about him getting it put on and by every take. Now Irv ain't just gonna lay down and get, you know, pony stumped. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. What about Not John me.
0: versus Daniel Jones?
1: Uh, that's another hard one. Um, I, I think it'll be a fight. I, I really it depends on how John uh, I, I think it's gonna pin out each uh players that they how they feel that day. Um but I mean I, I, I don't know. It's, I mean I I am put it like this. If they play for kick if they play kickouts, I think John will win. If they play in a cage match, I think Daniel Jones will win.
0: Why would you say that?
1: Just because well based off his result to Murphy, I think uh Daniel Jones is, is Little bit stronger than Murphy, like maybe um maybe like a hundred points stronger than Murphy and Blitz probably. Okay. Um so just based off of that um I think uh I think Daniel Jones would have an edge against John in a cage match. But if I think it was like kickoffs for like fives or tens or something I think John would uh definitely have an edge. How, how can I say it?
0: I just think John, I don't know, man. I'm going to ride with John till the wheels fall off. You see what I'm saying? I do want to see, and this is like, I love Daniel Jones, good brother, blum to death. You know what I'm saying? I actually got a mail off his hoodie and all that other stuff. Hats off to that brother for making a national master. We need to get more African American national masters. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think. John Daniel Jones. This may sound crazy. I think they break even if they play early. You see what I'm saying? Because you know John up there in age. You see what I'm saying? So it depends <laughs> on where they play at, what's the circumstances. A lot of people are going to say I'm crazy. But like you said, man, John's been a national match damn them for 30, 40 years.
1: <clears throat> and
0: I'm going to say another thing about John. John is 75. He's never been nowhere near on his floor. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So, and I know I know, John misses a lot of stuff. And his, you know, his opening prep may be horrible. But the hardest thing about John is he doesn't quit. I don't care if he's down the rook, knight. You see what I'm saying?
1: No, he'll give away a rook. He'll, you know... You don't care about a rook, you know. You'll sack two rooks, you know. Now I, mean, I so get one man. thing about them too. Uh,
0: worked down a piece. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know I how worked that game, but you know.
1: Right, I get John one thing too. Like, I think John will figure out his opening. Like his um, you know, his f four or whatever. Is f four or whatever? I, th- I think John will figure that out he um, probably won't figure it out the first game but I think within like uh, three games you'll figure it out and you know I think that's one thing John's very strong at too like just adjusting based off what his opponent's doing um, I think that's something that people, a lot of people don't talk about like John's very good to adjusting like doing halftime uh, adjustments you know he'll, he'll change what he's doing um, and that might be a problem for uh, Daniel Jones
0: and he can defend That man be yeah. defending He sque- He wiggle his way out Some stuff
1: now Oh yeah Yeah The best defender I've ever seen in person For sure <laughs> I've been up Two pieces <coughs> over Jordan and Flag You know John will uh, Hang on to uh, John will hang on To whatever You know John ain't gonna just Sit down and lose I don't care if I'm up With Queen Rook You know there's no resigning. I, I, he's only resigned like a few times against me. You know, now now it's like when I was up, like maybe like a, a queen and position or something. But if it's not position and, and it's just material, he, he's not going to quit. You know,
0: I'm so, going to tell the folks and listeners this. I mean, to cut you off. John would rather you checkmate him than his flag Paul. Right. So, what that tell you about uh, how you feel?
1: Hey, that's, that's, and I think I think John's personality is like leaked into all of us. I think all of us like that. Like, you know. It ain't no uh we all got that fight in us. You know. We kind of get that from John.
0: Yeah. So also, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get back on topic. There's been also a lot of rumors about Josh Pasuma
1: playing GoPal.
0: Give us your opinions on
1: that. Uh I actually looked at Josh is ready to leech us. Uh, Josh is like 2,700 on Leech us. Blitz and bullet. Right. Uh, that's really good. You know, I don't even think Gopal. Maybe Gopal's maybe like 2,600. Maybe he's around the same area. Um, Josh is strong as hell. I'm put it that way. Uh, right. um, but um, yeah, Gopal and I'm agree with, uh, Lauren tree. Like he said in the last podcast, like go power is, I am blitz. He is, he is that strong. Um, it won't be easy for Josh, for Josh for sure. I think go is probably faster than Josh. Um, Josh has a more positional game. Go power seems to like the Sicilians and all that stuff. Um, as far as a prediction, um, That's tough. I don't want to choose Chicago guys all the time, so uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because you might as well move there the way you' talking.
1: Right, right. I know, but I'm gonna get Josh. I'm gonna get Joss edge because I think Josh has improved you know, a lot. Um, you know, Josh like Joss comes up to the club and he just rolls over all of us. So I'm gonna get Josh like a maybe a one or two game edge over uh, Go Power. Are
0: you saying this from your heart, bro?
1: I, I'm kind of saying it from unknown because I, I, I know Josh's game. I don't know what Gopal's been doing. Um,
0: Josh, Josh is the Fide master now. Yeah. Josh is 2400. Josh yeah. is no slouch when it comes
1: Yeah, Josh is no slouch. But Gopal's uh, a different level. Like, uh... You got I am trying to fear with my go power, you know. I mean, so. I
0: agree I agree with that, but like you said, we're walking into the unknown. Josh is not a household name yet. You see what I'm right. saying? So the scouting report on Josh is still, you know, question marks. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: And like they always say, to get the best out of you, you gotta play, you know what I'm saying, a strong, you see what I'm saying, opponent to push you to that level. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And one one thing I can say about Josh is Josh doesn't – don't nobody like to lose. But uh, you beat Josh, you see what I'm saying? And Josh don't even gamble. He plays for free. He don't even like to lose a game for free. You see what I'm saying?
1: No, no.
0: So that's something like I think would be a, a good match, like you said. And like you said, we're walking into the unknown because – <clears throat> we don't know What Josh Like we see Josh play blitz You see what I'm saying But we don't know if Josh was You know in the ring You know pressure bust pipes Will he go to that level You see what I'm saying
1: Right right That cage match level You know uh, I know I'm gonna talk about their personalities Go Pals uh, You know calm You know Monotone Don't Really make facial expressions During the game Jonathan's Josh's real animated during the game. Like they're like complete opposite, you know. So I think that's gonna factor into it too. You know, is Gopal gonna use, you know, Josh's, you know, body language against him, some kind of like uh know if he's know how he's feeling or you know, would Josh be able to like calm everything down if he loses the game or two and you know, stay focused. Um so that's where I'm at with that.
0: This just this just came to my head. You versus JJ Lang, I think, would be a good
1: one. Yeah, I love to play. I love to play JJ. I don't know. Those Chicago guys told me uh, because I was on their podcast. According to the podcast for them a few days ago, I don't know if you heard about this, but they they said that uh, JJ wanted to play both of us at the same time, like a handicap cage match.
0: JJ smoking crack now.
1: That, that's what I told him. I mean, how the fuck are you gonna play you know,
0: both of us at the same time?
1: We, he, they said they wanted to do like a, uh, you know, he played me or you first, and then, then he played the other person, you know, and whoever get, you know, either both of us get twenty two games or he get twenty two games, you know.
0: And let me tell you something. One thing about me, bro, I'm not gonna entertain the circus, not man. You see yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> For real, man, what I look like, Eddie Monster or something, or a lab rat? (laughs) Huh? I'm just being real. Why JJ May couldn't play like Jermaine or Romel or something? You see what I'm saying? What What I look like, bro? You just gonna style on me? Uh. No, I'm. I'm, Yeah, I mean,
1: I I don't don't
0: know. Bro, I'd have wigged out, bro.
1: Who cares? I don't know idea they said that JJ said it in the podcast I, I don't, I guess when he did his podcast I didn't hear that, I think I listened to his podcast Now I didn't like hear you, that uh, you
0: was gonna have me call JJ personally you know me and him is good, good friend. I know he didn't say nothing like
1: that right, I mean it, it could have made it up but I mean um, I don't know this, that doesn't seem like a good idea for him um, like I said, I mean y- you might just be just straight up like, people don't realize that like uh you know, you play beat, you play better than me in days, you know. So I mean, you know, nah, I mean, when we had a we had our little match, nah, a little match, she came up. No,
0: they, nah, they ain't asked you nothing like that, bro. Who was Who's that? Asked you that? I know Louie didn't ask you nothing like that. Or Johnny, who asked you that?
1: Uh yeah, it was both of them. It was both of them, you know. Um they brought it to that JJ City. Um He uh, made an offer or whatever.
0: JJ on the perks again, man. The perk thirties again. <coughs> I like you said. I got. A little, I. I ain't even gonna entertain that, man. You know when you be playing chess alone, you know <laughs> you, you feel like your game been respected. And you just trying to play me like I'm, uh, like we do Al up here, man. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I'm just saying. Could you imagine that, man? Could, no, I'm just saying, Cam. You a candidate master. You sitting down He playing both of us. you. Two, how would you feel?
1: Uh, well, I better win. And it I was, you I, know,
0: I, no, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even and some stuff my granddad told me. You just don't even entertain. What's this Ripley's Believe It or Not? Or
1: something? <laughs> right, right. Ripley, you know, Twilight Zone, or uh, you know yeah, I, mean.
0: I mean? For real, that's that's what we doing now. We've been to turn chess into the Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records. Horseshoes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like for real, like the three ring circus or something.
1: Right. I'm you know, gonna, we got a guy. You know, the guy from Guinness with that suit, that blue suit on. You know, got that suit. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah he's gonna, <laughs> he gonna
0: play magical chairs and seesaws or something. Right. No, man, they they ain't ask you nothing like that, man. They they ain't ask you nothing like that, man. They did not yeah, ask yeah. you, huh?
1: I don't know. They they said it, you know. I don't. It's probably it wasn't probably a real proposal, you know. Uh um, probably
0: gotta be me and you.
1: I don't know. That's what they said. They said uh, me and you um, versus JJ.
0: You know, I'm, I'm bringing JJ on, man. I got I gotta have him clarify that, man. There's no way he said that. And that's no disrespect to JJ. There's there's no way he said that. How's way.
1: I don't know. Um I'll be down for it. You know, if he uh if he's putting up, um I'll be down for it. I mean it's no way we can it's right, it's no way we can lose, right? I mean
0: Yeah, but my cam, I'm not I'm not even in a like I mean I ain't even gonna end it. That's just that's just foolishness, man. You know what I'm All saying? Right. I take my I listen, man. I'd rather take my 500 and play go ball than be some dumb <laughs> shit like that for real, man. Or William Gray for something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or play Daniel Jones in the cage match where I do some some stuff you you just can't do, man. You you know how bury man. So you gotta put some respect on my name, man. For right. real. <clears throat> or do we look like bottom feeders or something, bro?
1: <laughs> hmm. hey I mean that,
0: that interview would have been short cut short bro for real they'd ask asked me something <laughs> like that man but that's another topic going further you came up with this clever clever idea I like it explain it to the world if you want to talk about
1: it uh yeah uh, so I know the guys in Philly have something similar um I don't know exactly how they do it but um you know there's like a, there's like a void of chess in the Michigan like the southeast Michigan area mm-hmm. they just there. I mean um, you look at like Indiana Chicago those guys are playing every night you know those oh guys my. are getting rain and playing and that lots games and so um I kind of wanted to come up with something that can kind of spark you know the chess scene in this area um, so I came up with um It'll be a uh, it'll be two divisions, uh, ten players each, um, ten players in the West division, ten players in the East division. So like each of the divisions, each each of the divisions are, uh, you know, it's just like the West side and the East side. You know, not right. like Detroit West, but like you know, West metro area, East metro area, you know, etc. Uh, so uh, the idea is those 10 players will play a round robin um and they can meet up at the library or areas that are close to them and maybe like my first thought was two times a week they can meet up and play you know a game of 45 five second seconds of light.. right um and the idea is um it really puts chess out there cause people are gonna see people playing chess and gonna be interested you know, and also uh, it's a good way to get rating points, uh, especially for like lower, lower rated players, just to be able to play some higher rated players and um, be able to analyze games with each other. Uh, I think that would be very useful. And also, um, yes, yeah, so you got the two divisions. And then after, you know, four or five weeks or whatever, the top two or three players from each division will play each other. In a uh, like a three game match, and I'll determine like the champion. Uh, it's it's uh, the idea is in its infancy right now, it's not a you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, work to be done, but um, uh, I'm definitely aiming to start something possibly this summer or this fall, uh, just to try to get some more games under uh, this area's belt. Um, I think we just <laughs> need to get more total games.
0: Let me ask you a question. Are you going back to Indiana when we go?
1: Yeah, I'll go. I mean, uh, I'm definitely interested in going there. Um, I think they're doing a great job down there. They play almost every day, like I said. Um those guys are just former range points, you know, gaining titles and well, they beat up on each other, but I mean, you know. They got a lot of board time in the middle.
0: So you would go down there and play one of them with them. What they play, in four game match series?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would definitely play that. Or if they had like another tornado, I'll definitely play that too. It seemed like a real. They're, they're very well organized, and um, you know, I would definitely go out there and uh, take those guys out.
0: When did you free
1: again? Uh, you know, I'm working. Uh, you know, I like towards the end of, end of uh, towards the end of April. That's like the, that's like the best time. Uh, for me to do so. Um, no
0: Toledo, Swiss, and Mar- uh, March, huh?
1: No, I'm just, I'm just too busy at work. Um, I got work and school going on at the same time. That's kind of just took a the time of chess. Like, the only chess I can really do is like, you know, lead chess and um, tactics on chess.com. Okay, I'm
0: finna um, get the get same it time, right. I'm gonna be
1: very active this summer. I plan on going to at least three big, three big tournaments this summer. Are
0: you going to Chicago uh, open?
1: Yeah, I plan on doing the Chicago. Uh, when I got out to Vegas in June, so like May, June, July, like three big tournaments those months. Uh, Chicago, and then the, uh, I think the National Open is in June, and then the World Open, of course.
0: Okay, now I'm finna get into this topic. Every time I bring this topic up, uh, it, you know, roughing people's feathers, and people get upset and mad and all that Ooh. other stuff. I still believe Karpoff would have beat Fisher. And I believe Fisher ducked him. That's my opinion. I'm not changing it. Because in my opinion, Karpov is probably the best positional player in the world. Probably I agree. one of the greatest positional players ever. I know Fisher was like this great tactical player and making computer moves if you take his game to back the day and put him on now he's making computer moves what is right. your opinion on them two
1: uh, I actually totally, actually totally agree with you I actually t- said this on the uh, Facebook chat or whatever um, I 100% agree, agree with you um, I'm not really blinded by okay Bobby Fischer was an American you know so I gotta go with America you know what I'm saying like I think Harpo is just a better player um I think Carp. let me be honest, I think Karpov just had like a more solid career. I don't know how to put it, but I think what happened with Fisher and Karpov, that kind of just lowered Fisher's career for me. I mean, Fisher's a great player. He's one of the best of all time, but, you know, I think uh, Fisher's le- legacy would have been greater if uh, him and Karpov, Karpov would have played and Fisher would have won. Um, uh yeah I, I totally agree. Um I think Karpov would I won't say beat the brakes, so, you know, I'm not gonna say all that, but uh Karpoff would have won. Just... Oh.
0: This this is my opinion. And this is just my opinion. And nobody opinion is wrong, because it's their opinion, right? Yeah. I believe Fisher knew he could beat Boris Spassky, right? read his face what he forfeited, didn't show up to the game. You know, he just got all in his head. So, okay, after he beat here, here come this lame-looking, you know what I'm saying, robot, bro. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, I just think like, to me, as the older I get, positional chess, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just I mean, okay, let's play the game on our head. E4, what well, Karpov was playing back then? I don't even think he was playing the Carol Khan back then. What was he playing?
1: Oh, I we, think we, he was a big knight fan, man, right? I think he played the knight
0: No, I remember him playing. He might have been playing. Okay, that was in, they would have played in what seventy two or seventy five? What seventy five?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what he was playing. I know he switched to the Carol Khan, but let's let's just let's just say okay, he was playing e five because he positional and getting. Uh, a Spanish, a typical Spanish game. Could you see how, like, boring... This is my opinion. It'd have been a whole bunch of draws. Carpar probably would have won one game, won the World Championship. Championship. That's just my opinion. You agree with
1: me? I, I think Carpar would have won more games. I think he might have won two or three games. Um, I mean, I, Fisher Strong, I mean, like, I, like you said, uh, I think that Soviet, you know, positional European positional chess, you know, Petrosian, I think that's just, uh, that's hard to beat, you know? You really can't beat that, you know? I know Petrosian didn't lose a game and like, he, I don't... He didn't lose in, like, 100 games or something. He, he had, like, a ridiculous, uh, non-losing streak, you know? And that type of play, you know, that Karpov's game is based off of, uh, just impossible to beat, you know?
0: I mean, so, we're gonna get a lot, lot of, a lot of slack, if you want to, you can call in and leave a message about it. I'm just gonna tell you this: Look at Karpov's greatest games. Look at Karpov versus Kasparov, right? Do you think Kasparov is a better tactical player than Fisher or they on the same level?
1: No, I think Kasparov's way better. I think Kasparov is the second best player of all time, second to uh, Carlson.
0: Well, I got him flip flop, but either or. Look
1: at what well, I think. I, well, I'll put it this way. Uh, Carlson got a few. You know, this is like this is like uh Giannis on the right now. Like Carlson's like him, like Giannis right now. Like this career's not even started yet. We're not even talk about when Carlson's old, like a nine. You know, Carlson can win, can win like 10 more world championships.
0: Yeah, I was telling I was telling a lot of people, a lot of people are stuck on what's his name? The Ferrujan way? What's his Ferruja? I pronounced the name right.
1: Uh Prusa, uh, Prusa, Um
0: the one that beat Knockmore.
1: Al- something like that.
0: I believe in the future he's gonna be like world champion or world champion con- contender. And I know a lot of people hopping on Duran, but I feel like Magnus is twenty nine. You probably could get another almost decade of him.
1: Oh, I think were more. I think were more, man. Like, he's, well, how old you said he was? 29. 50. He's like yeah. 29, 28 or something. I mean,
0: 29, 29.
1: He can play until he's like 55. You know, that's what. You know, every two years, a world champ. he can win 12 world championships. <coughs> it could be like, it could be, uh, 2045, and he'll still be the one to four championship, possibly. You know?
0: I, I just think, like, we have to me, in my opinion, I feel like now sometimes I feel like Magnus loses focus and then he may drop a game and then he gets his, you know, his focus back together. But I just feel like I'm just this may sound great. I feel like to me, the person who I think. Would have gave Magnus a tough time. And this is crazy. It's Kramnik.
1: Yeah. See, I, I like Kramnik. I, I, I put Kramnik back in my top in my top five. I think I put him in my top five.
0: Some people said he was overrated when I did this last podcast. They said he was overrated. They said uh Kasparov just had uh handed him the world championship. But I think Kramnik. I'm not saying he'd have beat Magnus, but I think he'd have took him there.
1: I I don't think it would be Magnus. I mean, I think it would get close. Uh I, I probably think it'd probably be like the last World Championship match with uh Carolina. I think it'll just be draw, draw, draw. And then uh Carlson just beat him in Blitz, you know. But uh Rapid but I, I just I just don't see anybody being being Carlson. Um uh, his preparations just immaculate uh he you knows so how to win end games He win any end game um I don't think any player is is ready for that right now
0: so give me your top five GMs of all time
1: alright uh i put Carlson um Kasparov I did have a list I'm trying to remember my list uh I think I put Karpov three. Um, Fisher four. And I, I did say I have Kramnik on top five, so i am put Kramnik's five.
0: Okay. I respect that. You're leaving out Alexander Alakine, Casablanca.
1: Just- yeah, but you know what? I mean, like, the 1800s, early 1900s chess, I mean... I don't know. I mean, let's talk about like that's like talk about like old NBA teams and like NBA players now. I mean, it's just hard to.
0: I mean, but they set the blueprint though. You living? You leaving out? uh yeah, Tom. Mikael time.
1: Yeah, Mur- um, Murphy. Bontrager. Montefi- um,
0: pronouncing his name right.
1: I like Bontrager. I would put Bofenik in my top ten.
0: Oh, he's top ten. Yeah,
1: because he trained Casper, right? I mean. You gotta be top ten.
0: I don't know. Who well, who are all them from that Russian school?
1: Yeah. Um, uh. No, actually, who, who's your top five? Who's your top five? Uh, GMs.
0: My top five. This is my. T- I have Kasparov one. I have Magnus two. I have Karpov, three. I have Tao no I have Alakon 4 and uh at 5 I have Bobby Fisher you gotta have Bobby Fish in your top 5 got to
1: yeah just based on pure talent I mean just based on pure talent I think Fisher's up there uh you know I can't really you can't really leave him out um I just wish he played that match uh I wish he had like a longer career like a you know more complete career
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but I think I think all the people uh, besides Kramnik and Malus have like more career, complete uh, complete careers. Like Carlson's gonna have a complete career. Uh, Kasparov, Karpov was already done it all. So
0: okay, I'm gonna switch the topic. Uh, from the last podcast, we was bringing up potential matches, and I asked Lawrence Reed of some matches he wanted to see, and he said uh, he was he told me me versus Tim Donahue. Maybe uh, Angel Lopez versus Daniel Jones, or Daniel mm-hmm. Jones versus Lamell Mac. He was just name and matches. I'm gonna do the same thing for you. Tell me some matches that you would like to see over the board.
1: <laughs> uh, my, when he said uh, when he said, uh, Angel Lopez and Daniel Jones out, that, that's that was really interesting. Uh, I think that would be a very good match. I think I think Angel Lopez is. Uh, somebody said this before, I think he's the strongest expert in the country, for sure. Uh, yeah, guy's a yeah. legit killer.
0: He's probably the strongest I know
1: of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Guy's a legit killer. I mean, I would give Angel Lopez the an edge over uh, Danny Jones. Um, but as far as, like, another match, uh, uh, yeah, gopal pow josh match is good. Maybe, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know who, who's. Let me go down our list from Chicago.
0: Uh, I mean, it don't it don't have to be Chicago players,
1: though. So. Yeah, know but you know, it's kind of in our in our realm of, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We got to put something up. I'm kind of drawing a blank, but
0: okay. He said maybe Remy versus Brooklyn Jerry. I just named some uh, that I like. You said some more. Well, I know G Wayne and Joseph are supposed to play at Chicago Open again. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, Slick Mick versus Remy. Uh, I'm just naming them. Slick Mick versus Remy. Yes. An interesting one. He doesn't play chess, but maybe Bill Carton versus Tim Donahue or Bill Carton versus Yeah, Bill that was
1: that's a good one. Huh? That's a good match
0: Yeah, Bill Carn versus Dave Oh, I got another one for you uh, Maybe Russian Dave Versus uh, Jones I don't know if you remember Dave
1: Yeah, uh, Dave Yeah, Russian Dave, he plays at D6, D5 so, Yeah, <coughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I'm just naming some uh, How about Tom Murphy, and you know what, this is crazy And it may be Lopsided, maybe Tom Murphy versus Norman Rogers. Philadelphia
1: oh um yeah I, I always like to see the, I like to see the old timers play I mean I'm not gonna you know uh, there's no gonna be entertaining
0: John Brooks versus Gerald Times from New York
1: yeah, you yeah same thing right. me, uh, two classic guys man like anything you know two two famous black players like that I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all in on it you know
0: You know, you know what'd be a good match too? This is crazy. Big pie versus rockin' red.
1: Yeah, I think that's even. I think that's pretty even. Um uh, they kind of got the same style, actually. You know.
0: Uh I'm just naming some off the top of my head. Uh I'm gonna
1: go down the rating chart a little bit. I'm gonna say uh D'Angelo versus uh Jennings. Why? That would uh, be
0: like 21 zip, Detroit. You think so? Yeah, it's a low, like 17 I
1: don't know. I think that would be a good match. Uh, there would be a lot of personality in that match.
0: Yeah, but the W's be uh, one-sided. Uh, oh, I, I got another one. I know he weird. They don't support him, but Steven Breckeridge over the board uh, playing Jones Gopal or even what, what's his name George Lee
1: yeah George Lee Yeah,
0: over the board you know what I'm saying
1: yeah, I never seen uh, Steve play over the board I just seen him play on um, NBL before he got banned
0: or Jonathan uh, Corblan Corbla versus Gopal That'd
1: be funny. Yeah, I just want to see. I just see Corbin play. Like, he, he got to be the fastest player I've ever seen. He just uh, do this grease lightning. I mean, it's quick player.
0: Yeah, them, them some, them, them some I can name just off the top of my head. Nah, that that refreshing your memory a little bit.
1: Maybe Corby gets John. Like, none of the pieces will stay on the board. Like, we got to get like, uh, got to hire some people to get all the pieces on the floor.
0: Oh you know what Just came to my head What's, what's the What's the, the uh, guy named Jimmy From Chicago
1: Jimmy uh Ataconda
0: mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. you playing him
1: Yeah I know Somebody brought that up uh, I would definitely play him Um He's kind of an unknown to me I know he's like 2300 on lead I know he's playing The, the NBL league Um uh, I would definitely play him Um Seem like a real cool guy Um uh, I know he didn't he play in our section.
0: Yeah, I, I drew him at the uh, Chicago Open. He played
1: yeah, me so. and Joe. Yeah, I mean, I think he'd be a challenge. I like the challenge.
0: Or well, how about another team match? Me and we, us and Lawrence Reed got to argue about that. I think if we do that match over. Detroit may pull it off this time.
1: I uh, I think it would be closer. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think we might pull it off. I mean, a lot of people that are in that match, they were inactive at that time, like you said. Um, now they're a little bit more active, like Bill, like Bill Carden's kind of active now. Um, you know, we get like Dimitri back in there.
0: No, you see this thing, you throw like Josh Pasuma in. You see what I'm saying? You already had a two. We had a Atulia, Mark. You could throw Josh in. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's a strong three right
0: there. <laughs> you said that's a strong three. It's people that we could feel in. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, hell, I talked to Seth Homer at the states. He wouldn't mind. I don't know how good his bliss is, but shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: You
0: you know, it's folks you throwing their ben Lee. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right though. Yeah, where's song? Where he's at right now? College or something? Yeah, man. Bring man, back man, you know. Man.
0: Maybe we can do the fifth if if we can't do fifteen on fifteen, which is a lot, maybe ten on ten.
1: You know what? Ten on ten, I think we got a chance. I I you know who's the, who's who, who's Chicago's best three guys right now? Gold Powell.
0: No, you're talking about as far as the brothers. You talking about Chicago or the state of Illinois.
1: Yeah, I mean that's see, that's a hard thing. So like, it, it, it won't you know if we do the match, it won't be you know brothers versus brothers. It'll be you know state of Michigan versus state of Illinois slash state of Philippines slash California. You know, they just pull the guys out of everywhere. You know, but
0: let me ask you a question because like you said, we, we talk, we travel. I'm pretty sure. If the match was to happen, they're not gonna come to Detroit. I know that. What you think?
1: No, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll come. They just came here. So I think um
0: I mean we'd have been to Chicago 20 to times, here. so that don't matter. Yeah. Could we get 10 guys to go to Chicago?
1: I think our team wouldn't be wouldn't be as strong. That's the thing.
0: I mean, you can convince Mick it would have to be a rating cap there.
1: I mean you have to go down you have, you have to get like you know <laughs> not I'm no disrespect, <clears throat> but like you have to get like dominic dominic us, you know. It won't be as strong. We won't have a strong as strong as a team. I, they, believe we, not here.
0: I, I believe we get herb travel. Uh Mick, if we put the the press on him hard enough. I know Josh would travel. Moro would play too.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised actually. I'm surprised Morrow actually went to play that one time to play uh, with you guys.
0: Yeah, and I know he's going to the Chicago, so I know he would play. And uh, he he's been. I talked to him. He has been trying to improve his his blitz. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody like getting hands and feet put on them in front of the world. Yeah. Could we get 10, though? <laughs> then you got Jimmy. I know he would go.
1: Yeah. Um. Maybe you can... Maybe we can convince, like, a Demetri to go. Possibly. Well,
0: you know, they're going to be down there for that backgammon tournament
1: right that's what I'm saying if you mix in the backgammon you tell them like look alright during this backgammon match like during a break come down and play this match and then uh
0: they gonna be two folks who you are know, trying to earn that real money bro
1: <laughs> or, tell them Tom Murphy will dollars for dollars uh, backgammon
0: maybe we can reach out to the Indiana guys and do a match a 4 on 4 Indiana us play Indiana cause they playing the same people right maybe we can make that happen
1: well I think Joe came up with this idea on the last podcast I think uh, how about just have like all four states get like a team and we just all meet up and play
0: yeah that's that's probably gonna be like
1: that's hard to get together though
0: I mean that's not I mean in the future that's right. nothing we could just make happen
1: yeah like quickly (laughs) I think if you get a good venue get a good hotel venue I think people will show up Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody got to come out of pocket, you know. But. So,
0: the floor is yours, Cap. What you want to discuss? What you want to talk about?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, as far as, like, chess goes, um.
0: Want to ask me a few questions?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, so what's your plans for this year? Uh, What's your tournament, um schedule look like?
0: I'm probably going to play two more times before I go to the Chicago because, I, you know, I'm working with the kids. I know me and Brian, Brian Barnett is going to Toledo. I think that's March yeah. 14th. I'll probably do that. <clears throat> and then play one more time. Oh, what's that? The Great Lakes? That's that, the Great Lakes.
1: Yeah, Great Lakes in uh, April, right? Or like early May, like May 1st or something, right?
0: Yeah, we talking. I know I'm doing that probably do that and then go to Chicago and then I'm I'm probably gonna uh, lay it down in the summertime I'm on the fence about the World Open but I know I'm going to Chicago for sure
1: oh okay All right, cool, cool so if you win the Chicago Open if you place in the Chicago Open will you, will you show up to the uh, World Open
0: yeah I wouldn't play <laughs> huh i am be, you be still- honest that, that was my first World Open last year, man. That's a long tournament, dog.
1: It is. It is.
0: After round five, what, what was that? round? Four? I, listen, the tournament started. I started off with three and a half out of four. I never forget us going back to the house. I'm geek. I'm at the top of the wall chart. And you turned around, you looked at me, you said, Derek, we got five more
1: games <laughs> to go. And mentally, I
0: checked out right then
1: and there. <laughs> oh no! I, I, wasn't, I wasn't the uh, I wasn't the cause of your um, your uh, losses, right? My losses? No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't cause the losses, right? Like
0: no, no. It was it was no losses. Just like I played seven games, but like you said, man, we was actually in Philadelphia for seven. What was it, seven days? Seven eight days?
1: Uh, I think we came in some people came in on Wednesday then we left like on um, that Wednesday. Tuesday right on Wednesday I just <coughs> I just
0: that tournament was just like I gotta start going to the gym if I'm gonna go to that tournament because that tournament is just so I mean I enjoyed it I had fun I met a lot of players the tournament just so long you see what I'm saying yeah so, I didn't think
1: it, it was it was like 98 degrees outside. It was like 98 degrees, you know. It felt like you were in the oven, you know, easy-bake easy bake oven. It was just not the best weather uh, for chess, that's for sure. So, I mean, I sweating, you know, I was sweating all over the pieces, you know. I move a piece and the piece slip on my hand, you know. I mean, it wasn't a great.
0: I mean, if, uh, if, I do, yeah. if I do decide to go, man, I'll probably do three-day, but... I know I'm doing the Chicago Open for, for sure. I like the Chicago Open. It's more comfortable and uh, calm for me. The World Open is too much... too busy for me. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So, uh... I'm I'm, I'm on the fence on that one. Like... If I do, I may not play.
1: I got something to say. Uh... Alright, so I bought the chess note, right? You know that uh, electronic like, you notation know, thing? Yeah, that like, they say, it's happening. Yeah, you right, so like, okay, I got it last year for the World Open, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, a few months later, they banned it from, from like the World Open and Chicago Open and all that stuff. So I just wasted like $300, $300, which is kind of my fault for paying $300 or something like that. But, you know, like, what? what is that? You know, why, 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 would, they ban, why would they ban it? I mean, it's it's certified by the USCF, uh, you know I mean <laughs> I don't know I think I think players are just I think I think players are just kind of scared of uh stuff like that even though it's okay like you were just so paranoid about cheating you know I'll just say this man
0: <laughs> I guess when you're playing for at that tournament for that amount of money I guess don't nobody won't you know what I'm saying no even right. thoughts about somebody cheating on that makes sense,
1: right?
0: So, you can't be upset about that because everybody wants a fair game, if that makes sense,
1: right? But I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you like the Monroe is still allowed. Like, when is the last time the Monroe got what was the last time they sold a Monroy? I, don't I don't mean, even I think you know, like, a is like it's like something from like 2003 or something, like it's ancient, no notation device. And, That thing could probably be hacked and all types of stuff. It hasn't got a software update probably in a decade, you know. And this new device that just came out, that just got certified, you know, that's known not to be able to, you know, there's no Wi-Fi. You can't cheat with it or anything. And it gets banned like two months later after it comes out, you know. Think
0: to the old school, man. Get the pen and paper, boss. Get the pen and
1: paper. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm lazy and my handwriting is bad so I gotta like make up for that
0: you know what we gotta do man we gotta, we gotta get you on the chest drum dog an article read up on you on the chest drum man
1: uh maybe if I do well this summer maybe I'll get a get an article I'm hoping that'll um hoping that'll happen I like what he's doing I like I like Dame Survives I like what he's doing uh congratulations on them on their 19th or his 19th anniversary anniversary Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I always been a big fan of this.
0: Cam, Tom Murphy, Chicago from Part Two.
1: Let's do it. I'm ready.
0: Or Cam versus Big Pine? You gonna give him the rematch?
1: Does he want the rematch?
0: I mean, we'll just go. You beat him what? It was eleven to three. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure. I love got got love for Pine Pine Pride. You know what I'm saying.
1: The funny thing about that match was Big Pond wanted to like lower the games. Like he wanted to have less games played. Um, but it may probably been it probably ended up being less games anyway, you know. So. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 down for that match. I mean I'm trying to take care of business. You know.
0: Okay. I ain't gonna hold you up, bro. Close us out, man. Take us out.
1: Uh I'm gonna uh really appreciate uh, everybody. Uh appreciate all the support. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it's gonna be a great summer. Um I hope to meet a lot of people. Um, going to do some networking. Wanna get this league off the ground possibly this summer. Um just uh you know we're gonna have a great summer out here. Um, it's gonna be a lot of rain points gained. Um a lot of money earned. Um, I'm just gonna do a real big this summer.
0: All right, this is your boy Dead G Wild, and we closing, closing out. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Peace, love, and I'm out. All right, Cal.
1: All right.